Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Survive and Thrive, a podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how in changing times, organizations and leaders can not only transform to survive, but also thrive. I am your host and co-founder of Consinity, Jennifer Ayers. We're kicking off our podcast featuring 19 stories and perspectives on how COVID-19 has created an imperative for change and what leaders and organizations are doing to respond to that change. I'm very excited to have Anna Bjorkenwell on our podcast today. I'll let Anna give a little bit more about her background to you in a moment, but I have to say that I love that she describes herself on her LinkedIn page as a dedicated clean beauty junkie. Anna is the present CEO of LuxMe, which is a social impact clean beauty brand available at retailers such as Sephora, Detox Market, and Harvey Nichols. Anna was responsible for finance and operations of LuxMe since 2018, and then was appointed to run the company when the founder and humanitarian entrepreneur Lila Jana was being treated for cancer, a disease which later, tragically, Lila passed away from in early 2020. Anna and her team have successfully carried on Lila Jana's social impact mission, working relentlessly to chip away at global poverty and climate change through the brand's innovative business model and approach to clean beauty. I was fortunate enough to be introduced to Anna by my partner and co-founder, Jeff Bone, who was friends with Lila. And here's a little about Anna. My name is Anna Bjorkenwald, originally from Stockholm, Sweden. And I came to the U.S. 12 years ago with a suitcase and two nights in a hostel and just this idea of trying on living in America and seeing where it could take me. And through a lot of hustle and grit and luck in many ways, I ended up getting appointed, firstly working closely with Lila while she was under treatment and then got the great honor to continue her legacy after her very sad passing just a little over a year ago. I'm so impressed by Anna's decision to come to the U.S. Talk about a pivot. She arrived with just a suitcase. And she says, that's a crazy idea. But her journey to the U.S. was not so straightforward. It was filled with other countries and cities along the way. And Anna's life shifted after speaking with what my episode four guest Jenny Rowe would say, the right, quote unquote, unknown person. My idea of coming to the U.S. was, it started as a bit of a stupid idea, I would say. I worked for a couple of years in England and then uh, lived for a while in Rome, just through a random conversation, essentially with a stranger. I knew that I was done with living in Rome. I just felt it was time to move on. And I didn't really exactly know where and started talking with a stranger and sharing my story and uh, sharing where I was authentically at that time. started brainstorming ideas of other places I could go and Miami came up and I thought I'd never, never been to the city, didn't know anybody, didn't have an opinion about the city, nothing. And just thought, hmm, sounds like a great idea and um, started my adventure. While in the U.S., she worked different operational roles in startups, learning immensely. After several years, she decided she wanted a change. I wanted to challenge myself in a new way. I thought, 
New York by not. So I happened to find the job with with Luxme. Felt right away that this is my thing. This is my uh, this is my future job. And met with Lila and really just clicked with her. Anna and Lila quickly became close. Before we go any further, I want to take a moment to tell you about this remarkable woman, Lila Jana. An incredibly kind, talented, and accomplished woman. A child of Indian immigrants, Lila worked her way to Harvard University. In 2008, she founded Samasource, a training data company that provides work, not aid, to impoverished areas by teaching workers AI data annotation and providing the technology that allows them to participate in the global economy and lift themselves out of poverty. Lila's list of accomplishments are long. She was a visiting scholar with the Stanford Program on Global Justice, a young global leader with the World Economic Forum, a TED Fellow, and was named one of Fortune's most promising entrepreneurs. In 2013, she founded the nonprofit Sama School, which has now been named the Lila Jana Foundation. By 2015, she has founded Luxme, an ethical organic skincare company where she and Anna would eventually cross paths, forming a strong connection. When Lila got diagnosed with cancer, it was a big shock for us all and a big process as she was going through treatment uh, for a pretty long time, but we all thought that she was going to make it through. She was this lion's mind, so such a great spirit that there was no doubt that she was going to make it through. And then unexpectedly, she passed. I still remember getting that call from, you know, from her husband. And, you know, everything, everything changed from that moment. Lila believed that the greatest challenge of the next 50 years would be in creating dignified work for everyone. She spent her entire life meeting that challenge. Tragically, Lila passed away on January 24, 2020. She was only 37 years old. Lila was a pioneer in impact sourcing. Luxme was the result of that. Anna was working as the finance and operations manager when Lila's health began to decline. She tells me what that experience was like for her. This was her legacy, and this was Luxme was her baby in many ways. While she was in treatment, we had already talked about that she saw me as the new CEO, and she wanted she wanted me to take things over. So then, when the board asked if officially if I wanted to continue running things the way that I had, kind of behind the scenes, when while I was in treatment, when you know when I got asked, I said yes and jumped pretty much like I. I jumped that 12 years ago when I moved across across the Atlantic. So yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride and an interesting adventure, but very grateful to be here. Unfortunately, that difficulty was followed by another. A month after Lila passed away, the pandemic hit. It was definitely a challenge, to say the least. Uh, you know, first just the grief. On a personal note, you know, she was she was not just my boss. She was a friend. She was a mentor. You know, it was a very close relationship in so many ways. You know, so just going through the grief personally and then getting thrown into this new challenge uh, with all of the imposter syndrome and all of the all of the fears and all of the weight of that responsibility of pretending to be able to fill the shoes 
of someone who during, you know, just 37 years of life, like Lila had lifted over 50,000 people out of poverty and to feel, oh, wow, okay, so I'm going to step into this now. A couple of weeks later, then COVID hits. So yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's been a lot of long nights, a lot of tears, a lot of sweats. Now, I'd like to recognize the incredible strength of my guest, Anna. She had the courage to be open with her team and invite them to do the same in return, not to pretend they had it all together or always knew all the next steps. She talks about being authentic in this time. We don't. And I mean, especially with a pandemic, there's so much uncertainty and so much insecurity in so many ways that I think there has to be a space for all of the emotions and for the grief and for for that rebuilding process. While many people at Luxme were greatly impacted personally by the pandemic, those in their supply chain were also greatly impacted. For instance, in Uganda. It's been a challenge for all of us, especially in a country like Uganda and many you know, developing countries. There is not the same level of societal infrastructure that we have here in the Western world. It's definitely been, you know, challenging for them as well. We've been in, in very close contact with the team, just making sure, first and foremost, that everyone's safe. And again, just honoring that human side of things. You know, it's like this is this is something that none of us knows how to handle, and we just have to get through it together. So we've been, you know, just maneuvering things on a day-to-day basis uh, with everyone involved. The reality is, I think, even more so, we're getting presence to the fact that what companies like Luxme are doing in terms of job creating and the importance of that is obviously going to be felt even more so as you know the world moves through the economic effects of the pandemic. Just before the pandemic, more than 2 billion people live on less than $3 a day. And, you know, that number that's adjusted for purchasing power. So that's what $3 would buy you in a U.S. city and, you know, in, in modern times. So it's a constant state of scarcity. If we imagine what that truly means. And obviously that's going to only increase. For much of the philanthropic past, developed countries have given money and resources to developing ones. It makes sense on the surface. If a community lacks education foreign aid money gets allocated or nonprofits go in and build them school. But does it really work? Ultimately, like in the past 60 years alone, a trillion dollars of development-related aid has changed hands from rich countries to developing nations. But a lot of those funds never truly reach where the people that need it the most. And, you know, we can build schools and we can build water wells and, and that sort of stuff. It is a critical component as well. But what happens in a society if, you know, the the kids of the poorest parents who don't have a job, they can't afford a school uniform or school books and, you know, they get taken out of school uh, for that reason, then, you know, that, that shiny school or that health project can even just exasperate the differences in, in society. In this dark reality, Anna sees opportunity, hope, and innovation all pillars of Luxme's model. We have to find new ways to cooperate across borders, across nations, and 
here at Lakshmi, we really truly believe that the future is, you know, combining business and aid in a way where, yes, creating work and job opportunities for marginalized communities. We really do believe that we need more innovative approaches to alleviating poverty. We can be very much concerned about what is happening here, and we absolutely should. But the reality is, is like we're all in this together, and that's really the the approach that we have to have with us. The idea of combining business with aid was how Luxme first began in the first place. Lila had started; she's a social impact serial entrepreneur, and she had started Samosaurs. I think it's eleven years ago. So she was traveling back and forth to Africa a lot, and at a local market, discovered Nilotica, which is this sort of a shea nut that grows wild in um, northern Uganda and South Sudan. And it's been used by the locals for you know as long as I can remember. It's been a staple for them, but it's never really been exported to the West due to a lot of political instability and civil war that was raging in the area for, for the longest time. So she saw this and you know coming from the background of social impact, but from the tech space, she just thought, well, Maybe we can apply the same type of give work model by giving work to the people that need it the most and, and you know marginalized communities. That's the way to really lift them out of poverty. So taking you know these rare medicinal plants because there's a ton of them around the world uh, that indigenous communities have been using a lot of really cool you know medicinal plants with healing powers that you just can't create in a lab. So taking these rare rare plants and working with women's fair trade cooperatives in these underserved communities and areas, working with marginalized women in the harvesting of these plants. In that way, you know, lifting these women and their families out of poverty in that way, giving them a future and the agency to, you know, take care of themselves. I think that's a a very critical component of, you know, just the human experience. We all want to be able to take care of ourselves and our families. Luxmi has utilized the Nihilotica and other beauty secrets to generate economic opportunity for women while also delivering great products to its customers. Luxmi has now built out their supply chain to include communities such as Suriname, Kenya, and South Africa, paying its producers three times the local wage. But Luxmi has continued to do more than just that. On top of the humanitarian side, Luxme's mission also benefits the environment. Anna and I chat about how the model uplifts others, protects the environment, and generates incredible products. By giving the locals a financial incentive to preserve the biodiversity on these plants, it's also a way to uh, positively impact climate change. Because the reality is, you know, and I was thinking a lot in similar ways when before I started with Luxme, I was always, you know, hearing about people chopping down the Amazon, for example, and I would just be like, well, why, why don't they just stop it, or why, why don't we just ban these type of activities, you know? But ultimately, it's about survival for a lot of these people, and if they don't realize the power in these natural resources, it's so easy for them to get swayed if a mining company is coming and wanting to, you know, to lease the land or to cut the, the forest down for uh, cattle grazing, for example. So 
by working in this way, we can you know work on the conservation portion of it, um, actually do something tangible and positive against climate change, but then also lift people out of poverty. And it's you know it's a it's just a, a brilliant model because especially when it comes to skincare, in this case, clean beauty and clean skincare, it's something that we do already. I feel like that is one of the most you know empowering things about about Luxme is. When it comes to climate change as an individual, there's not a lot of things that we can do that are not restrictive. A lot of it is around eat less red meat, fly less, dry less. But this is something that, you know, with, with skincare, you're doing it already. Uh, you're getting ready in the morning and, you know, just by using these type of products and, and a, from a social impact brand like Luxme, you can actually make a concrete positive difference through t- these small habits. And I think that's one of those things that make the Luxme model really interesting and gives hope in a different way. And I think it's particularly important now in the light of this pandemic. I think a lot of people are realizing that, you know, we're hungry for more purpose and meaning in our lives and for that connection. And to be able to know that if I do something good for myself in terms of taking care of my skin, taking care of my body, then I can also take care of someone else really far away from me and for the environment. So that's a little bit about the Luxme model. Wow. I can also put a plug in here for Luxme and the products. And by the way, I'm not getting paid for this advertisement (laughs) because I will tell you the, the products are amazing. The quality is amazing. There is such love and care and compassion that goes into that product. And I'm really a big believer that if you want to create something magical for your consumer, then you need to think about the whole process to be able to get that service or product out into the marketplace and how to wow your customer and what goes into that and the care and compassion that you put into the process, whether that's in the actual construct of your workplace environment or it's in empowering uh, the suppliers to create something meaningful for themselves in their life. The products are really fascinating and amazing. And I buy them as gifts all the time to, for people to, to promote all of the, the wonderful work that uh, Luxme is doing. There's no denying that the pandemic has caused a lot of pain. Everyone has been impacted either physically, economically, or socially by the upheaval this virus has created. The pandemic has really been a challenging time for many of us, especially for small businesses. But I think it's also been a wake-up call for a lot of companies, like I mentioned, people are hungry. Consumer is hungry for meaning and for purpose. There, you know, has been a lot of really positive movements in society in terms of, you know, Black Lives Matter and a lot of awareness to the inequalities and to the the state of society in general. And I think businesses are definitely needing more of an outlet in terms of showing the consumer what they're doing, and especially as you know, the consumer is becoming so savvy when everything has happened with the pandemic and Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. There's been a lot of initiatives from the business world in terms of, you know, do good type of marketing campaigns and initiatives as such. But the consumer is so savvy. And I really think that they, you know, we see through when something is just a snappy marketing campaign or when something is truly ingrained into the core of of the business. And I think even though we definitely appreciate and cheer on more companies coming up with these type of 
you know, plant trees or give back donations type of initiatives. I think that we would love to see more brands actually taking on social impact at the core of their business model, looking through the entirety of their supply chain, how they're doing, how they're doing business and really anchoring that do good mission on a deeper level. And I think that we're seeing that shift. You know, companies are realizing that, especially in a few years, I think it's going to be really hard to just sell a product that, especially in the beauty space, if it's, you know, kind of conventional beauty filled with chemicals and toxins, to sell a product that doesn't do good for anybody and doesn't have a mission behind it. The consumer realizes that they have so much power in how they're voting with their dollars, the companies that they support and the difference that they can make as consumers. So I do think, I mean, I'm very optimistic that there is going to be a bigger shift in the in the market than what we've seen in previous years. So we're really, really happy to see this shift uh, that is taking place currently. And I'll just put a plug in here that if our listeners have not heard of the book, Give Work. It is a great, very honest and inspirational guide, I think, that businesses can follow to create a positive social impact. And it certainly uh, forces you to ask some hard questions as you go through um, and think about what can you do as an individual and what can you do as an organization to help others in their journey. As Anna mentions, this upheaval has created opportunity to rearrange the structures. When everything is up in the air, it gives us a chance to help the pieces fall into a different pattern and perhaps a better pattern. Anna has experienced many triumphs and losses over the past year. She has met the challenge with such grace, and I asked her what it's like to take a step back and look at it all from a distance. I think there's been a lot of surprises, um, but we just moved uh, through the anniversary of Lila's passing at the end of January. And um, you know, it was a kind of challenging time to relive everything. I mean, obviously, anniversary is just this kind of reminder of what has passed. And I know that Lila is, you know, she would have been so proud of what we're doing so far. and. Um, a lot of this has been the team coming together, also our community of people believing in, in the mission and what we do and supporting us. I was obviously very nervous going into this of, like I mentioned, you know, taking over after Lila. It's not just taking over after anybody, but, you know, she was a very, very special, deeply compassionate humanitarian in so many ways. So to see that the community has embraced me in in such a warm and welcoming way, that we continue to be able to, you know, despite being a small brand, to stay afloat and to keep going and to power on through this pandemic and, you know, with everything going on. It's been a very humbling, humbling time uh, for sure. In this humbling time, Anna has learned a valuable lesson. Learning for me is definitely that I'm not alone in this. You know, there's there's so much support and having a good team around you is just absolutely critical. It comes down to also the type of leadership that 
you want to bring into the world. Like, you know, you mentioned earlier about, you know, work culture and all that type of stuff too. I mean, a lot of it, especially when, when people are moving through waves of grief is being able to be there on a human level, not just from a professional type of setting. The key word for me in this past year has definitely been just authenticity. I think being authentic with the team, being authentic with the, with the community, being just open and honest about the journey. And that way, you know, finding support through the people around me. In speaking with Anna and some of my previous guests, I've noticed a recurring pattern of language and not just language, but a particular word, empathy. I think now more than ever, we need empathy from others and we need to be empathetic in return. Having a supportive team comes from when you, yourself, are a supportive leader. Anna praises those around her, and for good reason. But I know, as a founder myself, the environment can only be as good as you make it. I know she has created an atmosphere of understanding, dedication, and compassion. And in return, her team has surrounded her with solutions and hope. Despite an incredible team and company, there will still be some moments of turmoil. When Anna feels overwhelmed, whether personally or professionally, she looks back to the mission of Luxme, of all the lives it has changed. I think what really is such a fortunate centering point for me is just to go back to the impact. Connecting with these with these women in, in Uganda, for example, you know, a lot of them have been with us since since the start of Luxme and, and being able to see the positive impact that we can have, you know, they're sending their kids to school, they're building houses for themselves and their families. It's just these powerful, powerful, amazing, impressive women and just this raw feminine power in a way, or just this like capacity of the human spirit. Their stories, many of them, you know, have lived through tremendous atrocities and like I mentioned, civil wars and um, just terrible scenes. So to be able to connect with that of saying, wow, you know, it's, there is something just incredible with the human spirit in general. But Luxme hasn't just created a company and a model that has impacted people working for it. Luxme has also put together a product that has improved the lives of those buying it. Seeing, you know, emails from happy customers who reach out and just say, I've been having, you know, eczema my entire life or I've been having acne my entire life and nothing has worked. But through this or that product, I've transformed my skin and not just my skin, but in that way also, you know, my life, my confidence, because skin, you know, it feels so superficial in so many ways, right? But at the same time, it's pretty wild how much it can impact our sense of self-worth and self-esteem and just the quality of life. So seeing emails from someone saying, oh, you know, I yeah, I've been having acne my entire life and it, it's healed. And I actually, you know, went on a date or did a school play or, you know, whatever it might have been. But something where you see that, you know, people are actually taking new action and realizing that that difference that that can make. I mean, I, I struggled with, with acne my entire life as well. And I know that, that the pain and the desperation and, you know, trying a million different products and Nothing ever seemed to to work, and then you know, getting to try these rare medicinal plants and just this incredible healing power of you know Mother Nature 
and seeing that effect on my own skin, I, I so relate to those warm and sweet messages that we do receive. So I think in those moments of darkness for myself, I can, you know, just kind of put that aside and realize that like, okay, well, you know, can I connect with the why I'm doing this? Can I take in that impact? And I think that's, that's one of those things as well. It just keeps me going and fuels me up from, from the inside. Anna has found something that can be even more elusive than success. She has found a sense of purpose, something so powerful that builds resilience in leaders and organizations in order to be able to pivot to face any challenge. Despite everything that Anna and Luxme have been through, they have tapped into something innovative but accessible. I have asked Anna what her thoughts were on helping businesses not just survive in these changing times, but thrive. I think it goes back to the social impact aspect. You should never waste a good crisis, right? Uh, something along the lines of that saying. I think when things are falling apart, it's also the time to rebuild it in a way that you feel proud of. And for businesses right now, it's, you know, it's, yes, looking at the immediate need, obviously, first and foremost, safety and the well-being of, you know, the people uh, on the team, the people around you. But I think as well, like taking that time to look at how can we infuse social impact into our business, whatever whatever the industry is, you know, look at the vendors that you're working with or looking looking at the supply chain at, at various levels and just seeing how can we how can we connect with with what we're out to do in the world and like what are we up to in, in this in this life? Well what what do we want our business to be about? Because it can sound like, oh it's a expensive thing or oh this will be you know a really costly endeavor to take on but I think you know for us when we work with grassroots vendors no middlemen and just working directly with this with these communities Anna speaks on the newness project and how it fulfills their mission an example for us is a project that we did in Suriname in South America together with environmental nonprofit conservation international and this tribe in the Surinamese Amazon jungle where, you know, we could partner in this way and enable the local community to preserve 235,000 hectares of Amazon jungle. It wouldn't have been possible without this environmental nonprofit key player in this, in this collaboration. And I think that's where too, you know, it's like, you're not in a silo, you're not operating in this on your own. So looking at the vendors, but also looking at what are other partners, maybe not necessarily the you know low-hanging fruit, most expected type of partners that you can collaborate with. Anna believes that a new system shouldn't just come out of COVID, but that in fact will be forced into the existence of such systems for the betterment of everyone involved, from foreign aid, government agencies, and just government players in general. A new model needs to be set up. This new kind of ecosystem between progressive businesses and government players, nonprofit agencies, and empowered consumers to really create change. Because I think that's the thing, like I mentioned, for me, purpose is what keeps me going and gives me that extra gear when the going is tough. And I think this is a perfect time then to look at that too. Like, can you, can you infuse a deeper why into, into your business and into your daily life? I think that's, that's one of those things that will definitely help you thrive and 
keep you fighting on and having that resilience in a very, very challenging time. In closing, I asked Anna if she had any final thoughts. She gave some great insights that I would like to share with you now. One of the other things I'm very passionate about is obviously the the clean beauty aspect and not just necessarily from, you know, brands like Luxme, but I think one of those things that we really seen that we've all been present to in the face of this pandemic is the importance of health and well-being. And I think that, you know, it it is something that we're seeing where the products that you use, the the foods that you eat, all of that stuff impacts your your overall health. So looking through as well, you know, what are the things that you're putting on your on your skin? Approximately, you know, 60% of what you put in your skin gets absorbed into your into your body and into the bloodstream. So it is critical as well to look at, you know, even just the smallest of change, but just looking through the products that you're using to make sure that your body is really at its optimum. The average woman uses about 12 personal care products per day, including, you know, toothpaste and shampoo and, and soap and everything. And, you know, the research shows us it contains just under 170 different chemicals. So, I mean, if we put that on our skin once or twice a day for decades, we don't really know what that effect is, is having on our on our bodies long term. So taking the time out in, in this pandemic when you know, we're all mostly just working from home and having hopefully a reduced commute and that sort of stuff, a little bit more time to be in our in our home environments, to just look through what are the things that I do to support my well-being and my system in general. You know, it's all the different practices that come into play, but, you know, just the, the overall the well-being of us is, you know, so precious and it's something that the pandemic has definitely highlighted for, for a lot of us. So that is, you know, the other, the other aspect of my drive in this is absolutely the, the clean beauty component to it. How can our listeners get a hold of you and learn more about these fabulous products? Luxme can be found on our website, luxme.com, and also at Sephora, Detox Market, some various retailers uh, around around the globe. Check us out on our social media channels at Luxme Official, where we share not just you know the more information about the impact that we're doing and the clean beauty world at large, but also just you know, little snippets of life and, and in the startup world sharing that entrepreneurial journey as authentic ways as we can. So be happy to connect with anybody there. Awesome. Well, Anna, thank you so, so much for coming out today and for talking about your experience and Luxme's experience going through such a pivotal uh, transformation in, in, in the company's history with uh, two major I'll say, crises that were staring you down the face uh, at the beginning of 2020. I'm so thrilled that you are surviving and thriving and doing well here as we turn the corner into 2021. And I look forward to seeing more of your success and hearing more about the great work that um, Luxme is doing and the givework.org. So thank you so, so much and talk to you soon. Thank you, everyone, for listening and joining our episode of Survive and Thrive podcast. Remember, at Consinity, we empower the conscious leader to realize positive and sustainable change. Until next time, don't just survive, thrive. Take care.